Hey, everybody, this is Matt. We're going to get into today's episode in just a moment. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to say, because this is the first episode where Jen, Matt, and myself are in the same room for the first time, uh, and we actually never say we're sorry for the delay and I just wanted to take this opportunity at the top of the show to say we're sorry for all the delay. We are looking crystal clear to be weekly until Monsters is finished. And then we're going to have a pretty significant update about the show and what's going to go on from there. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. We were a little flippant in the episode, which is why I wanted to put this here. We get more serious at the very end of the episode. So I just wanted to say thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Hi, you're listening to Matt, Matt, and Jen, Transmissions from the Dark Side, and I'll be listening soon. This is Tom Savini, signing off. (laughs) This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, Detectives. Waiting rooms. Shaloob. Enter if you Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we are watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology monsters and reporting it back to you. And for the first time in nearly a year and a half, joining me in the room. In the Casa de Nasa. In the Casa de Nasa. The gas leak is back. My two best friends in the whole wide world, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Now, you might be wondering, hey, nice, but where the fuck have these episodes been? (laughs) Well, uh, hopefully this will be a more suitable return to form. Yes, that is the plan. You know, guys, I I don't want to be glib, but life happened. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Wait a minute, what? Just, you know, you get so bogged down in the paperwork and the hurly-burly and the... It is so nice to see you two in person. I don't I'm know what I'm going to do. Well, I'll tell you what we are going to do. We're going to do this show, and we're going to talk about an episode of Monsters. It's season three. Oh. What episode number is this? Who can say? It's 17. Un- 17. The episode Jesus. is called Leavings. We are winding down Monsters. Yeah, we're landing this plane. Oh, my God. We have five episodes left? Something yes. Something like that, yeah. And you have forgotten... That you need to be chalked up to that much. Oh, I just didn't. I didn't want to keep popping. Oh. Hold on to the balls. <laughs> <laughs> just tickle the balls. Well, I'll turn you down a little bit if you okay. if you yeah. chalk up on that much. Hello. There he is. There he is. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, what we do around here is we watch anthology horror. It's a different scary story every week. Loose on scary. Sometimes it's spooky. Little little spooky. Sometimes it's kooky. It's it's scary adjacent. Yes. Yeah. It's in the horror family. Um, but it's like a lesser cousin of horror. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mild unease. You know what we do? We take the episode's name. 
and we try to guess what the episode is about based on that title alone. We call it the Dark Side Guess. We've all written them. Who would like to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, Maddie. Hey. Leavings. For 67 years, Thomas Middleby has been stuck in the same 15 minutes when his wife left him for his brother. This time, however, something was different. Now Thomas, with a little luck, could finally escape and exact his revenge. Ooh. Oh, hello. Nice. All it's right. like Tenet with murder. <laughs> a little. Spoiler, I don't know what murder is. <laughs> Leavings, season three. No, not season three. Leavings. <laughs> Christ. Rat droppings in Illinois join together and jo- and form city council member where they're able to enact real reform even though they're just feces. Okay. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> uh, um, I, 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 I took liberties with my uh, leavings. And now an episode and now an excerpt from next week's episode of Levy. <laughs> Welcome back. We saw that you were leavings. Oh, what's that? Leavings? Oh, I say that from time to time because of the curse. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what's that? You're leavings so soon? Only on Fox. <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, so unfortunately. Genuinely, unfortunately. <laughs> None of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with those sweet, sweet deets. Sweet deets. All right, guys, we watched uh, Leavings, which was season three, episode 17. This episode aired on January 20th, 1991. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. Two beat cops tell their boss about the strange occurrences in the city they've recently witnessed, such as normal people being turned into surgically reassembled freaks. He offers them the truth, but it comes with a price. It certainly does. This episode was directed by John Tilliger, uh, who was uh, an actor and a director of Not Much. It was written by Gahan Wilson, who also wrote The Freeway Maniac, which was a movie from 1989 I've never heard of and has a 4.4 on IMDb. Mm. Episode starred Clifton James uh, as Sheriff... uh, Oh, I think he was the inspector. Uh, Clifton James was Sheriff J.W. Pepper... Uh, alongside Roger Moore in the James Bond adventures, Live and Let Die, and Man with a Golden Gun. Hmm. Uh, he was also team Charles, team owner Charles Kaminsky. I don't know how to do this anymore. <laughs> wow. Should I put you in a computer? <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he, he played human man in a movie <laughs> in 1998. With wordy talk. With wordy talk. He lived to, to be 96 years old. Oh, wow. And not, as I was about to say, lived to 1996. <laughs> well, I mean, he could have been it, 96 and 96. There's no way to know. <laughs> he was born in 1900. <laughs> John Christopher Jones. Uh, was Robert Percy. I didn't write down the names of any of these characters. John C.J. Jones. John C.J. Jones was, uh, he was... Parkhurst? Parkhurst, yeah. I was going to call him Kanicki. Uh, he was Robert Percy in The Village. Uh, he was also in The Popcorn Kid, a short-lived TV series about movie theaters goings-ons. Movie theater goings-on. Going, I think it's going-ons. I think going-ons. I think it is going-ons. <laughs> 
to do this. What is going I, on? I, I'm so happy to be here. And I feel insane. Tony Shaloub. Played the other guy. Mancini. Mancini. T Shalub. T Shalbs. Uh, best, I think, known for uh, playing Adrian Monk on Monk. Uh, he was also Freddie Kwan in Galaxy Quest and in lots of other stuff. Oh, he was the bus driver in Quick Change. He was the one bus of driver the best roles of Quick all time. Change. Uh, Galaxy Quest is so Don't good. Don't forget oh, I love the Galaxy repairman Quest. on Wings. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He was great on that, too. We watched Galaxy Quest a couple of days ago. Oh, it's great. Oh, love it holds it. up. Everything about it is perfect. Yes. It's so, yeah, so lovingly, beautifully done. Ken Costigan played the homeless man. Uh, he was in Hannah and Her Sisters and a wow. couple other things. He played Hannah. He played Hannah. <laughs> Woody Allen played all the sisters. And uh, that's, uh, that's about it. Hey. Honey, it's family. There must be something on. Christmas Critters. My favorite. Oh, look, it's most of your favorite shows. Watch it. <laughs> Can't you feel my face. Just watch it. Go. <laughs> Shh, it's starting. It's starting. What? Who's talking? <laughs> we open in Cop Town, 1952. Oh, this is Dutch Angle Jazz Police Station waiting room. The entire episode is shot in close-up. Except for the this opening, there's a couple establishing shots where Tony Shalhoub is messing with a fan. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> this is interminable. Mm-hmm. It goes on for so long, and there is, I, the the whole episode is two sentences. The pacing of the episode is rough. Is terrible. Yeah, it's horrendous. Rough because I know that they're trying to build mood, build suspense. But again, this just feels like VHS. It took 30 minutes to write. (laughs) I thought it would take take 30 30 minutes minutes to read. read. Were were you going to say VHS Detective the Game? Yes, exactly. It is another episode of just like uh, public domain jazz played in a single bottle. And here are are four stock characters, one with no arms. If you think Tony Shalhoub is going to solve the case, fast forward 13 minutes. Yeah. If if you have, once again, if your guest card is not aligned <laughs> with your action card, shuffle the deck and remember to think this is how the game is played. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't think about how the game is played, take a nap. <laughs> get into a cuddle puddle with your family. <laughs> Say this is how families get along. If your children aren't into it, Tell them that their allowance next week depends on them. (laughs) When child services show up. Fast forward to 13 minutes. (laughs) Bring them into this room, and I will indoctrinate them in the belief of Zog. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, nothing happens at the beginning for a very, very long time. And then finally, Tony Shalhoub breaks the silence with what can only be called the worst Christopher Walken impression I've ever heard. This episode is they they didn't they spared no expense on the accents. <laughs> there is I've I know Tony Shalhoub's voice, and this is not 
the pacing of Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Now, granted, this, this is, is a, early young this is Tony Shalhoub. Early, yeah, early Tony. The, the young Tony Shalhoub. Oh man, this is right right before he was in Quick Change. Uh, you guys watched the the Young Shalhoub show on CBS, right? It's so good. Oh, Young yeah. Shalhoub. Oh, I love Young Shalhoub. Oh, the thing is, his dad's a total meathead. So how did he, <laughs> how did he get to come? So Shalhoub. <laughs> That's Shalhoub. Uh, uh, but I, I'm watching this and I'm just like, all right, this is terrible. And then he says something to Parkhurst that's basically like, Remember, our story should be the same because <laughs> your name is Mr. Thompson <laughs> because we saw the same thing. Because my eyes and your eyes both saw the same thing. So when the guy comes out to hear what happened, we should be telling him the same thing. And Parkhurst gives him a look that says, "Did I do that?" Parkhurst doesn't talk for the first. Act. He, it he seems just, like he just winces and and make grimaces. And I wrote Parkhurst is awful quiet. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very muppety face, and the voice that eventually comes out of him is not what I expected. He I, he kind of looks like Robert Wool, only a puppet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And now we get this moment where Parkhurst offers the other man in the room, who's the person that they brought in coffee and this man's line read is a mumbled mess this is this is not quite roy monia but (laughs) it's roy monia adjacent yeah yeah. (laughs) i believe the line is i don't deserve coffee well he says something about doctors and i think it was deserve i i heard i wrote down i doctors serve coffee but i think (laughs) i don't deserve coffee makes more sense yeah he might have said i don't deserve i doctor coffee (laughs) (laughs) oh god wait have you guys ever had i doctor coffee Uh, no one deserves i doctor freshly extracted (laughs) from eyes (laughs) colombian oh just a hint of visine yeah just a whisper Uh, and then a, a poof of air right yeah. at the end. <laughs> you flinch and spill it all over yourself. <laughs> oh, so many burns, but so many so great flavors. So many great memories. Deep and complex. Mm. Um, out walks. Now, his name is the inspector, and that's all they call that's him. All they ever call him. But for the sake of argument, this is the chief. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm I, like, why is why this is he the, the inspector? inspector? Yeah. I mean, aren't inspectors detectives? Yeah. And if they're in New York, then like they should be detectives. Come right. On. I've seen I've seen like NYPD blue. I know what I'm talking about. Right. Good tits. <laughs> uh on uh, on our man. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm talking about David. <laughs> Why can't I remember anybody on NYPD? Sipowitz. Sipowitz. Sip- yeah. Oh, the tits on Sipowitz. Oh. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> uh, so they've found this this armless old man that they found on the subway who had. Well, they bring they oh, no, bring the yeah. inspector out, the chief out, and they're like, "Check out this good shit." <laughs> <laughs> and then they just reveal an armless man, and they're like. Huh? Yeah. yeah. We found him on the subway. We found him in New York. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the chief does everything but toss a batch in their face yeah. because he's so unimpressed. He's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. 
Yeah, so... No, but we touched it. We checked all over him. It's smooth. It's smooth. Oh, by the way, this homeless man is yoked. This guy, <laughs> this old man is keeping it together. Yeah, he is He's toit. K-I-T. Yeah. Keeping it together. He's doing crunches yeah. in that subway. He's by a phone booth locking his legs. Yeah. <laughs> so are they on some sort of like hobo inspection shift or something? Uh, that's the thing. None of this really tracks. No. Because nothing, so he doesn't have arms. Well, But then Shalhoub goes into what can only be called an arms tale. Yes. Where he regales the chief with this pineapple theft oh, that this old man... Oh, he stole a pineapple, or a, a, God, an armful of pineapples from a Greek. I, that was my favorite embellishment yeah. of the story, a Greek. A Greek, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then... Which is the classic tale of Les Miserables. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh God. Yeah. He Cozart. just he just stole an armful of pineapples to feed his babies with razor teeth. Take it easy, Javert. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, um, you know, smooth skin, no arms, can't lose. <laughs> uh oh, okay. So they they they're telling the chief this. He is nonplussed. And then the chief lays a line that can only be like, huh? Which is, a lot of babies are born without this way, arms these, yeah, these, these days. days. Yeah. Without arms these days. A lot of flipping babies. Yeah. <laughs> that was very, that was a very weird. That was, that was. Uh, and Shalhoub keeps looking at Sipowitz uh, or whatever the hell his name is. Parkhurst. He's like, Parkhurst. And he's like. Back me up. And Parkhurst continues to say, Jackie. Oh my God. We haven't seen Jackie in at least two it's years. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Was that Jackie? Jackie <laughs> doing Chrissy. I have to get all of the characters out <laughs> in five minutes. Or Edith right Spencer just yeah. tooted by. Yeah. <laughs> Getting my pussy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the the homeless man says something to the effect of, "I never felt the arms go." <laughs> you never do. Uh, and the inspector is like a very kindly sort of Norman Rockwell with this guy. He's like, "Of course you." You know, he's like, "I'm gonna go take care of you. You guys." Wait There's here. a moment where I feel like they're both just gonna get hammered together. The yeah. way he's like, "Oh come on." Right, come on, just walk it off with me. Yeah. Little old chief. Let's see if we can find you some arms in the back. <laughs> the lost and found. Yeah. Well, once the chief leaves, does parkour, Parkhurst or parkour? I want his name to be parkour. parkour. Yes, for my own parkour. Parkhurst gets asked a question by Shalhoub, and finally, like he's out of a spell, is like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's when, um, I think that that's when the act comes back. I think that that was the act break. Yeah, I don't think he says he anything away the first yeah. act. I wrote, is this other cop a mute? <laughs> they stole his tongue. Yeah. Well, no, um, because I thought they had that moment where they're both like, who'd believe it? And I thought, like, that was the end of the act. I don't know. Well, he doesn't He doesn't really start talking until... Well, let's go back and watch it again. All right, we'll see you in 25 <laughs> minutes, everybody. <laughs> oh, well, we'll call that an act break. Yes. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. 
don't build places like this anymore. I've wanted to work in the Majestic as long as I can remember. Oh, see, the truth is, I'd, I'd like to be in the movie business someday, yeah. Uh, I don't know as what exactly, maybe, um, well, maybe a writer, maybe a, maybe a director, maybe a star. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm just trying to be realistic and keep my options open. But, uh, <laughs> as long as I'm living in Kansas City, um, this is where my parents live, then I figure that uh, working in the Majestic is about as close to the movie business as I'm going to get. That's interesting. Can I have my popcorn or root beer now? Sure. Just the popcorn and no speeches. You know the Noid's back, right? Guys? Yeah, that's what I heard. It's weird. It's not good. What are you trying to avoid now with the Noid? Uh, another <laughs> psycho <pizza>. killer. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to dim the, the lights. And it's going to be just right. And we're going to have some popcorn tonight. Oh, popcorn kid, and you're a kid, and I'm a kid, and we're both oh. kids. <laughs> popcorn <We're> kids, <laughs> and, and we're, <laughs> we're both kids, and you are, and I am. I'm here as well. And popcorn kids. <laughs> who are here. And we would start the nice film. And we're going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're gonna watch <laughs> the film. It's probably Kramer versus Kramer. Then we're gonna discuss the film, but also in we're in a workplace. So we have our personal relationships and professional relationships. But I but might try to push, push it. it. The popcorn kids. <laughs> I am screaming into this <laughs> microphone. Oh my god, my daughter is sleeping, and I am just 
yelling at the top of my lungs. And we're both, both here. <laughs> here. And you, you are, are here. here. I, I am here. here. Popcorn, Popcorn kids. <laughs> I can't believe that show didn't make it. <laughs> I mean, it did have Penelope Ann Miller. Those people wanted to laugh so much. They were laughing at anything. (laughs) You know, I've always been interested in movies. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the theater. (laughs) You know, behind the scenes. (laughs) 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 And you're a friend. And I'm I'm your friend. friend. And we're, we're both friends. Popcorn kids. kids. <laughs> uh, was there was there like a writers' strike in '87, and this is what they had? It starred. All right, Bruce Norris. Did he do anything else? I mean, I forgot. To uh, tell he you was guys, stutter. He was stuttering Stanley in um, <gasps> uh, Sixth Sense. Holy crap! Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, he, he at least had a job. Yeah. Uh, what was Faith Ford in? She looks. Really I don't familiar. know, but I when I saw her name, I was like, God, I, th- I could swear that I've seen her. Oh, she was in a show called Hope and Faith. Oh, oh, God. Oh, was she, she in Murphy. She was on Murphy Murphy Brown. Oh, she was that's it. That's it. That's it. What was the name of the one? Which one? The show or the, the no? Uh, she was on the the uh, show, and you uh, said it was Murphy Brown, Hope and Faith. Yeah, Hope and Faith. That wasn't the one that was the spin-off, the attempted spin-off of uh, Who's the Boss, is it? Oh, I don't know. She was in 74 episodes. Let's see. Oh, no, no, no. Th- this this would have not made it. They're sisters, pilot. but blood may be the only thing they have in common. Faith is a soap opera diva. She's killed off on her show, The Sacred and the Sinful. She flees the tabloids by moving to the suburbs with her sister, Hope's family. So do you think when they had the like the the ad for hope and faith they were both back to back with their arms crossed i'm pretty sure they were what makes you say that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god kelly ripa yeah oh oh so this was not a, a long ago thing holy gee. uh 2003 to 2006 can you here's the thing like i it's so hard it's going to be so difficult to explain to Rosemary pilot season. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Like, by the time a show gets to Netflix, it's been blessed by so mm-hmm. many. It's not yeah. like. There's no, like, well, we'll just see what happens. Like, yeah. I remember watching the NBC pilot special special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, these are all the crazy comedies coming to NBC yep. this I fall. remember. I remember one show. I think it made it past pilot, where they were living with a genie. Probably, and, and uh, like the was genie it? was the girl. I could swear that George Clooney was involved somehow. Um, or was it a remake of I Dream of Genie? No, 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 no. Like th- they were roommates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course they were. Uh, God, I, I mean, I, I might be getting this mixed up with the one where the guy lived with a robot. <laughs> the eighties. We're a weird time, you guys. Do you remember the um, the sitcom that Eric Idle was a ghost? I've got, I've got to find Nearly it. Departed? Oh, that's got to be oh, it, yeah. yeah. 
well, we might be we might be sponsored by Nearly Departed, <laughs> the 1989 uh, Eric Idle <laughs> vehicle, in a little bit. <laughs> I know I can't. I can't stop. <laughs> but uh, we should stop. Yes, because there is nothing to say about There's this. There's nothing. Act. Yeah. So 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 now they continue to explain to the the chief or what the chief inspector, the inspector general. That uh, did he come back to the room? I thought that they were talking together for a little while. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, see, that's what I thought happened. But whatever happens right before the break, or if it's right after the break, Parkhurst goes. Parkhurst agrees that it's time to back up Tony Shalhoub's story, yeah. and and they start talking about how um, they had seen a guy came um, running Par- up to them. Uh, well, Parkhurst had seen um, a busker uh, that was trying to play a guitar, but. I think, as he said it, trying to play it with flippers. And he was telling everybody, like, you should have been here yesterday when I had fingers. Well, uh, Which is, is a this, pretty good line uh, yeah. So this for is the when the inspector, chief inspector is back. Yes. That he's telling that tale. Okay. All right. All right. Um, because it is him backing it up. And then he says probably the weirdest thing I've ever heard, which is uh, no inside of his mouth. Just, just a, a hole. hole. Yeah. And I was like, where's the mouth go? When it's gone. <laughs> Where do broken mouths go? Is your mouth just a hole? But wait a minute. Was it a oh. hole in the beginning? <laughs> Isn't this a mouth hole? How can it become more, more whole? whole. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. <laughs> This, this is awful. <laughs> and we're both here. here. <laughs> popcorn kids. <laughs> what happened to Matt and Chad? Well, they both had strokes. And honestly, <laughs> no, it's the gas leak. Well, we're going to pull out, and Matt is going to have a snow globe in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> And Matt has lost both of his arms. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that we need to to pull out of this second act is Parkhurst or Tony Shalhoub's character mention a man who looks like he was cobbled together yeah. from a bunch of pieces. A bunch of pieces that didn't match, match. up. So he, he, he said that they were chasing him and he was running funny because all of, <laughs> I can see you really want to laugh. So uh, I'll take it. You go ahead. Uh, so they're they're chasing after him because apparently his legs didn't match. Uh, and then they said he waddled, but that's not really what waddling is. That doesn't matter. Uh, so they catch up to him. It and, was uh, like hearing a preschooler tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to get it was. an important piece of information out of a child. Now I really, I really need to know uh-huh. what happened. Yes. You there was he was there and he was running and it was funny. It was robot. Well, well, what was so funny about the way that he was? Oh, running? I was because uh, there's Finding Dory is a movie and then there's a, there's fish and she can't remember and this guy. Yeah, the guy. He were both <laughs> kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, truly, that is the whole second act. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else happens. Well, Except, I will say, 
Mancini is trying to get him to shut up about this part, which is really shitty because Mancini spent the first act being like, trying you're going to gonna back to me up, right, Parkhurst? You're going to yeah. back me up. Oh, Shalhoub's character is called well, Mancini. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah then, Mancini and, and Parkhurst is and the other Parkhurst, guy. Now Parkhurst is telling this story and Mancini's like, shut up, shut up, shut, shut up. up. It's like, yep. back up your partner. Don't talk about Jigsaw Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about No Arm Man. So uh, this is this is where it gets to the part where everybody says, I'll take care of it for five minutes. Uh, where So um, the inspector looks at Tony Shalhoub, and Tony Shalhoub is like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And then the inspector's like, no, I'll take care of it. And it, the, it was, no, the inspector has a very clear, decisive plan that he spells out. He's going to get a few things, do a few things, <laughs> and talk see to a, a few, few people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. He's go going to take many meetings. <laughs> I'm gonna go in a room, turn out the lights, put my hands below my belt, <laughs> and then we'll see, see what, what happens. <laughs> and then I'm gonna wash my hands, <laughs> come back out here, and take care of this business. <laughs> Which, by the way, will require me to go back in that room, <laughs> acquire a few objects, talk to a few people, and then and only then will I be ready to address this situation. This, nothing about this situation is screaming anything other than waste of time, waste of time. Right. Like, nobody has anything. Except they have one guy who doesn't have any arms. There, yeah, there are. Well, there so, are no stakes, and we don't. And it's just, it's all this really weird, just so vagaries. In the first act, uh, Mancini does say that he he never believed it until he saw it for himself. Which I mean is basically the uh, rephrasing of the penthouse. Form. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe this happened <laughs> to me. <laughs> I saw this guy getting pineapples. <laughs> there I was, the fruit stand. <laughs> Flip a man grabs a pineapple from a Greek. Just then, the Greek's daughter comes out and says, You looking for yogurt? <laughs> we both laugh. Keep going. Then Keep I going. went into Keep a dark room. And then I went into a dark room. <laughs> I turned off the darker lights. It is now pitch black. I put my hand in my bathing suit area. <laughs> Let me just tell you that these photos I will never show my wife. <laughs> it was 20 seconds of unbridled passion followed by two hours of absolute emotional devastation. Signed, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Lost in translation in New York. S signed, sorry, so sloppy in New York. <laughs> signed, dad of son of Sam. <laughs> Missed connection. Were you holding the feta <laughs> when a homeless man stole pineapples from your father? I'm looking for a love connection. <laughs> if this is you, I love misconnections. Misconnections is my favorite. I really miss that. Is that still is that still a thing anywhere? So. I don't think so. Metro Times, our local uh, independent 
newspaper might have it. Yeah. Because I just kind of feel like you know, they're recall, still written as a gag. I don't recall seeing missed connections in Metro Times, though. I do. I remember back in probably mid-90s. Yeah, mid to late 90s. They oh, were still there. No, I mean, I mean, like in the past 20 years or so, okay. I, don't, I don't recall seeing it. Remember, you are under oath. <laughs> well, that's, I, don't, I don't recall. Well, well you can't incriminate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, uh, on the advice of counsel... I will um, recede to a dark room. <laughs> I will turn out the light again. I will put my hands in my bathing suit. Here. And then who knows where the knife will take us? Well, I think we know where the knife's going to take you. It's taking you there four times already. <laughs> You're literally telling us what's going to happen. A little bit of mystique. Never hurt anybody. And Jen is apparently broken. I'm gonna go. I like that the room is dark, but he's gonna make it darker. He turned out the darkest. Life. I'm gonna go into a dark room, and then I'm really gonna make it dark. I'm going to take Sherwin Williams 186 Blackest Onyx. I'm going to paint, paint all. The I'm windows. gonna paint all the windows, and then with the clean the paint off of myself. And I'm going to turn off all of the lights again. And then I'm going to touch myself in the bathing suit area. But why is he wearing a bathing suit when he's painting? And it, I should say, it is an old-timey bathing suit. <laughs> I am wearing a slinglet. <sighs> oh, me? Never mind me. It's just me in a onesie over here jacking off. Is it a striped onesie? Yes, of course. Okay, right. I'm, I'm to compliment my, my handlebar mustache. And my my right hand is easily in my bathing suit area, which now is from my shoulders to my kneecap. <laughs> and my left hand is holding like a, a dumbbell. <laughs> <laughs> with oh, two big better. circles with ten. <laughs> I'm so glad that this episode had nothing to it, so we could just fucking do, do just dumb fuck bits. For, yeah. Oh, oh, oh Lord. Mm. Um, I do believe that is the act, act break. break. Sure. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. nothing happens, yeah. and we could probably get lost in another three minutes of absolute <laughs> not. <laughs> People in headphones, we are sorry. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Stuart Pankin. Here's the thing about uh, that. 
uh, people are afraid of dying and don't want to <laughs> laugh at it. <laughs> that was a that was a a very clear Eric Idle song. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And uh, yeah, I don't know that that's the uh, the catchy theme song you want for your your show. Right. It's a it's a minor kind of drag. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to know what what network this was on because it was on NBC. In 1989. Yeah. Oh my God. Was this after like uh, blanked on all the sitcoms in 89? Dear John. Uh, <laughs> it seems I, like, it, seems it, like, like, like uh, it would have been a good match. After like Night Court or something. I could see that. Yeah. That is the same as Night Court. But uh, I remember watching it in my dad's uh, Sad Dad Bachelor Pad. Uh, that This show was made for a, for sad, a sad Dad, dad bachelor, bachelor Pad. pad. Yeah. Dear John, absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's a it, let's let's find the theme to Dear John. Dear John, that theme was something that made me run to change the channel. I never watched an episode of Dear John. Oh and God, I just, it was it was it was oh, funny, the, but also like really depressing. Yeah, not not for me, baby. Oh, this one's this is a real nightmare. Click, click, where's the remote control? (laughs) Yeah, you just finished watching a show that you were laughing at. Yeah. And now here's Judd Hurst getting divorced. Something about Judd Hurst's face. I couldn't watch anything with Judd Hurst. Judd Hurst getting divorced because his wife left him for his best friend, I think. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Judd Hurst has a history of having. Sad sacks. Sad sack (laughs) opening songs. I mean, the classic. Yeah. Angela, the theme from Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> Must cut breasts. That's the thing. Is like there was that weird. Well, the seventies had very depressing sitcoms. Yeah. Like Good Times was anything but a good time. Well, all the Norman Lears. Yeah. Yeah. Had a real depressing edge to them. Fa- yeah. All in the Family was not a laugh riot. No. That no. was like, oh. Yeah. I James mean, died in Good Times. Yeah. That's yeah. that was a. Oh, Fucking mm-hmm. Jefferson's had sad moments. Mm-hmm. So, Three's uh, Company had Chrissy. <laughs> Dear John. <laughs> but you know what? My family loved that show. Really? Yeah. And which is which is weird. But their favorite. God, I could swear that my family's favorite character was Kirk, the sex addict. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Um, because it was we didn't watch that. Our family didn't watch those. It was. Uh, I mean, you know, this was just chick this tracks. Was... <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh God! Anytime someone brings up chick tracks, I can't help but laugh. <laughs> Boo! Best comic book of all, <laughs> all time. time. All time. We Matt and I had it tacked up on the wall well, in there, our house in Kalamazoo. There's something so wonderful about like. Um, Oops, I conjured the devil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's just say Eric Idle is very funny. Eric Idle is very funny. I loved Monty Python, mm-hmm. but the premise of that show was Beetlejuice, basically, without the Beetlejuice. Correct. Yeah. Where you you kind of need Beetlejuice for Beetlejuice. Oh, God, much. did I just conjure him? No, you only said it twice. Oh, okay. Thanks. And you didn't say it three times in a row, which oh, is okay. what I believe you have to All say. Right, well. All right. Well, let's get back to it. 
And we're back. The third act is when all the things happen, and even that's not much. So the chief comes back out because he he had to go do things in dark rooms. Yeah, and he talk, comes, he had to talk to some people, Matt. And he comes back and he's like, "Here's what's going on. Um, need you to sign these NDAs. You need to trust me. Do you trust me, boys? And they've been sitting. Uh, 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 Mancini is, and and I think Parkhurst. They're both a little concerned that they're being mm-hmm. treated more like perps. Yeah. Than, uh, because this is taking forever. Yeah, why did, why did he take him out and leave us here? That's the opposite of what we should do. They're treating us like we're the perps. You're the bouncer. I'm the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> now, this this breakdown uh, of horse shit, courtesy of the, of, <laughs> of the chief, is nonsensical. But long story short is... There's a secret room. Yeah, it's like, guys, here's the deal. And this is, I'm not going to bullshit you, but there's some serious stuff happening here. So I need you to sign those papers and I'll just clear it all up for you by not saying anything. Uh, And real quick, to the big leagues. Real quick, right before we go behind this door, I just need to take your guns. I need to take your guns. Here's the other thing. Ah, Look at Bart. He's doing something. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. This is Red Flag 101. Yeah. He starts getting super cagey. And like Parkhurst is, you know, like. Mancini basically throws, throws his gun, gun in yeah. there. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, all right. I gotta see what's behind this door. <laughs> I've been wondering about this door all the time because it's got some locks on it. Yeah, and Parkhurst is like, well, I don't know. And so the inspector uh, says, well, you know, once a good cop, always a good cop. Gun comes a flying into the bag. Cops just need a little sweet talking and that's all it takes. So they, they go behind the door and uh, there's a shot um, from behind them where you can see like jars kind of in the distance. We all know that there's heads and shit mm-hmm. in those jars. Yeah, this is uh, clearly the NYPD Frankenstein laboratory. Freaks, yeah. Uh, so uh, they keep walking. And I think that this is where this is. Uh, they, we take you on a tour of this house of horror. Yeah. <laughs> Touch this plate; it's filled with eyeballs. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote Mario Cuomo's Hall of Horrors. <laughs> this plate is filled with brains. <laughs> this aquarium has holes in it for actors to put their hands in. These are the witch's eyeballs. eyeballs. <laughs> this is the witch's hair. <laughs> Uh, they're all so ca- like so. The cops are kind of bumbling through this like like it's a, a you know Costello and what's it? <laughs> Abbott Ab- Costello, Costello meets <laughs> Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello. Yeah, like El- you know an Elvis and Costello movie. accidents will happen. <laughs> uh, Who's on <laughs> first? <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! I left YouTube up with Dear John and <laughs> scrolled down just a touch for Dear John Dad Hospital Death Scene. <laughs> so you could tell this show was a laugh riot. I'm gonna go into a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make, you're gonna it, make dark. it much. 
I'm going to put my, my hand in my, in my bathing, bathing suit, suit area. area. <laughs> I'm going to turn on Dear John Dan Dan Scene Hospital. I'm, I'm going to cry through my penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to wash my hands and come out and tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> now. Okay. So they got a lab. It's got, you know, a bunch of hands in Moving it. A, and and now all of a sudden the jazz turns from like, like uh, you know, mysterious jazz to like horny jazz. Like this <laughs> very much could turn into a love scene. It could be Red Shoe Diaries at yeah. any moment. And um, old man arms are all over the place. Uh, uh, Mancini walks up to a tank. It's Mancini, right? Yeah, yeah. Mancini okay. walks and up pulls, to the tank. He pulls uh, like a cover off of it. And it's a blow-up doll. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Yeah, and he's creeped out. And and the inspector is just like, come on, don't be a girl. What's wrong with you? She just wanted a kiss. He's basically like, shut up. Yeah. Oh, God. But the, the way that he said it, though, was so gross. Yeah. You, don't you want to give her a big wet licorice? <laughs> yeah. oh. Wink. Ugh. That's the um, way it is down here. You better get used to it. Right. Like, get used to what? what? What is happening? You've done no prep. No. You have not helped these guys at all. And we're about to meet the slipknot mask of people. <laughs> <laughs> the, they go around a blind corner. And yeah, we've got the man who was cobbled together. Well, yeah, you hear, are you decent? And then they don't wait for an answer and they go in anyway. By the way, this guy was not decent. <laughs> <laughs> he was obviously just in a dark room. He made darker. <laughs> Please, my father was Leatherface. Call me Jay. <laughs> I'm Terry Leatherface. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a there's a prosthetic titty just flapping in the yeah. breeze. We're just cool with plastic. I remember this airing too. Yeah, and there's there's two goddams and a Christ. Like I don't know how this. Made it through sensors. Uh, I think they fell asleep. Yeah. Or they were just like, oh, God, we have to watch another episode of Monsters. No thanks. Just, uh, just, give, it a, just give it a TV 14. So the, uh, the, the creature gets a little shy and goes to put on his... Robe. Uh, oh, a little modesty yeah, robe. Yeah, his little <laughs> modesty robe, which is a, a police uniform. And his name is S. Parts. Parts. With a Z... And I'm uh, furious. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Matt Matt audibly threw his pen across the room. So, so there the cops are horrified that he has built a cop. I guess it's like it's like like a a RoboCop, but for for what purpose? Oh, uh, because uh, because of their loyalty, they don't have husbands or wives, and they don't ask questions. Couldn't you just recruit people who aren't married? I mean, and don't ask questions, and that you can train to not ask questions. But so, so, uh, oh, this, this, this patchwork, dude. Yeah, why can't I have this monster just shoot you dead? Yeah, that NDA is also for murdering you. Yeah, right. (laughs) But so, I I just have to point this out. Okay, so to us, a patchwork dude or lady is is kind of thank you, thank you, Matt. Ladies can be patchwork dudes too. Uh. Uh, but what what makes you think that another patchwork person isn't gonna be like, well, you know, I'm I'm man and woman, but you're woman and man. Let's make this happen. Like, mm, yeah, right. 
Yeah. And then and then they're going to be husband and wife and husband and wife. That's I mean, true. The thing that I was thinking is why the fuck? Who cares? Why bother taking these guys down here? Why not just shoot them? Why did you have to have them sign the NDA? What was the point of maybe, showing well, them? Well, because all the people they they said earlier that you know there had been like a, a I don't know a legend or whatever in the, in the department, uh, but all the people that had the stuff removed were still alive. Maybe they can't do it while they're dead. Correct. Maybe they need live transplants. Oh, you know that would be so cool if they explained, explained or it. said that. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. That's the episode too. Like it's just spare parts blasting a cap in their head. Yeah, yeah, and says, "Well, you're good for parts." The pow, end. pow, pow, and then uh, her the, wheels. Yeah, pow, Richard, pow, power wheels. Richard, Richard, P, Richard P. Rubenstein. Pow, pow, power wheels. Richard P. Rubenstein. Terrible. So, um, so apparently, just just to cut you guys out for a second. Thank you. Uh, so apparently, um, Venezuelan parents to indicate to a child that they're misbehaving is they say pow pow and they wave their hand to indicate they're about to get spanked if they don't stop. Wow. Yeah, learned that. I bet it's really effective. Yeah. Uh why well, I, I learned I'm going to try it tonight. Yeah, do it. I'm going to shake my son away. <laughs> first things first. <coughs> kick the door in. Yeah. I'm going to kick the door in. I'm going to shake awake scream at him. My 23-month-old son. Who's sleeping like an angel? Just and I'm gonna say pow pow. <laughs> Scream at him. Yeah. Uh, I want you to give me results. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode. Let's go to the writers' room. What would you do to fix this episode? So I'm I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I think I'm gonna give this a much different score than you are. Okay, interesting. Um because I I think that there is a good story here. That is, it's there just is. the it's failed so execution. Yeah, yeah, it's, so it's I, the execution that 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 missed the mark because they focused on all the things they shouldn't focus on. That should they, have all been exposition. The first yeah. two acts should have been the first ten seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I I totally agree. Where we really didn't get the story. Either that, or you see them on the street, and you know they're people <laughs> on the street, um, and, and you know you see. Like there was just it was just all explaining for some yeah, reason. So well, you see it, them interacting the with the people. It was people them the explaining nothing. And then at the very end, they go tell the chief, and they say, you know, Sipowitz, get in here. And then it's Leatherface, and mm-hmm. right. So anything it needed to be tightened up. Yeah, it did. there needed to be more reason other than they don't have wives. Yeah, you're you're creating people out of spare human parts. Because they don't have wives? Yeah. That is so fucking weak and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I mean, who knows Who knows what the original story was? But I, I think that there is a really good story here that could be done to great effect. But this is... This was not this it. This is two acts of Parkhurst and Mancini. I'm sorry. One act of Mancini talking by himself while, while Parkhurst makes faces. Because if at the end... The chief opens his shirt to reveal that he's a jigsaw man. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean, let's face it. The the gun that goes off in the first act is the the chief. Yeah, I clearly mean, the chief yeah. is in on it. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I I was I couldn't remember exactly what the end of the episode was, but I remember this episode. And for some reason, I misremembered it, and I thought that Stanley Tucci was his partner. 
kind of like in Big Night. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Oh, one. okay, yeah. Uh, it's it's a great movie. You've never yeah. seen it, uh, but yeah, the, the the chief definitely could have been one of the patchwork people, um, or they could have just explained. This it, this should have gone have, higher up. It yeah. shouldn't have just been them making you know loyal super cops or whatever. Every every decision in this episode. It should have been met with, okay, well, what's your second idea? Like, that's a good, like, okay, we're going to put that on the board, but right. that's, that's our jumping what off What else point. do we yeah, got? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why else would we do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where else can we take it? And yeah. it's like, yeah, I just, it, it needed to be stronger. Yeah. Uh, Jen, give us a scale. Uh, scale of uh, one to ten uh, flapping titties. One to ten flapping titties. It's like a six. To me, I mean, I didn't. Oh, I thought you guys were going to give it much lower than that. Oh, I was, I'm going to give it like a four and a half. I'm going to give it four and a half floppy titties. Uh, you know, I think I'm. I think I'm kind of with Matt. I think I'll give it a six and a half. I I thought that there was a really good story here. It's just they really bungled the execution. Yeah. You see, because I don't. I I feel like that's that's kind of unfair. Because you know I, 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 you know, I'm starting to come around to Jen. Where there have been other episodes that executed better, and we gave it lower scores. Yeah, I think that I'm going to change mine to a five. Okay, uh, mine's a one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and Matt wins. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, 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 I have already forgotten this episode. <laughs> it's the truth. So when you give me, a, I was like, uh, nobody yells at you for a six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get in trouble here, Matt. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm going to go in a dark room. <laughs> I, I just, I, yeah, it's more frustrating that it could have been a good yeah, episode it, that it they, is, and it it's is, not it like is. it's, you know, the acting was bad and they had a good yeah. script. Or and something. I, I really it's, like Tony Shalhoub. I do so, too. I love Tony yeah, Shalhoub. Me too. All right. Um, gosh darn it! It's so wonderful to see you too. Oh, it's great. I, uh, just, I. It's wonderful to uh, do the episode and get it out to everybody who listens. Uh, thank you for the support. Uh, it's uh, We hope that you're okay, your family's okay, everybody's doing well. Uh, it's been fucking weird, guys. Uh, it has. just it has really, been. It really has been. So um, we just hope that you're doing well. And guys, did I forget anything? Oh, God, try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Just try to enjoy that daylight. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was fun. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. Oh, God damn it. Man, I haven't coughed like that in yeah. a year and three months.